0: Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren Gray and
1: Rebecca Salem. Welcome everyone to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We're live, so we're here. We're very excited. Are we live or just a live? I think we're a live. We're never live live. We're live in your hearts, but we're yes. alive. So, and we're very happy about that. We have live mics. That's true. The mics are live.
2: So, and so are our feelings. Yes, we have so many feelings, you guys. It's been we have so
1: many feelings. You know, it's
2: been a lot of feelings
1: the last month or so. We're gonna talk about it, but it's, yeah, it's been in in th- this episode. It's just me and Bex because we had some stuff
2: to catch up on, and we wanted to catch up with you. So, should we do like a trigger warning because we're gonna talk about some hard stuff that's been going yeah, on within you know our community? What? Listeners, um, we're gonna be
1: talking about some stuff that's uh hard to listen to, and uh, we'll be talking about like more personal stuff. This is not a a fun, super fun episode. like, well, all I mean, our we're episodes fun. are fun. We're fun. Yes, we're fun. But we're going to be talking about some hard subjects in this episode. So, if you're looking for something a little lighter, this may not be the episode for you. Next week, our next episode yeah. though is going to be awesome, and we'll talk about that. It's we're talking to people in Barcelona. We're very excited about it. But yeah, so uh, just a so listener discretion is advised. Uh, some of the subjects this
2: week are, are a bit tough. So, doesn't mean they're not important. They they are very important. Very important. Just not like you know. Not
1: warm and fuzzy. Yeah, so. So, but let's jump into news. Yeah, this is great news. Yeah, we have good news coming up. I'm so excited. It's all the lady news. So, first of all, like, Stern came out, like, you know, guns blazing, and it made the formal announcements about Rebecca Hinsdale and about uh, Taylor Bancroft both joining Stern. Um, they made, like, formal Announcements! We are so excited. Like Stern's, kind of putting their money where their mouth is. You know, Mm -hmm. they're like, we care about diversity. We're hiring ladies to do these jobs, and it's amazing.
2: I'm so excited about it. It's going to be super exciting. I, I'm like, there were like formal headshots and little announcements. It looked amazing. It was a legit PR
1: thing. It was a PR thing, and I was there for it. I was all about it. And again, I I know we've had Taylor on the show. She talked about her gig. Um, but, you know, to see it like there as a, a PR announcement and the same thing for Rebecca, uh, both of you guys. Congratulations. And another big congratulations to Crystal Gemnick, friend of the show. She's been on several yes. times. Um, we love her. And she has moved on from Marco and she is now working for Jersey Jack
2: Pinball um, doing Q- QA stuff. That's so exciting. More latest in pinball. I know. Now all we need is we need to get somebody in an American. And then um, who else do we need to get people in on?
1: We, well, we're going to need like Haggis, uh, American. Yeah. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. those are kind of like the biggest ones right now. The we didn't really right have now. a connection yeah.
2: Yeah. with Jersey
1: Jack. So I'm really excited about that. So congratulations,
2: ladies. Crystal, we are ready to test the limits of your NDA. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Crystal, we're going to reach out. Don't worry. Um, but in another... I I can't it, It's not it's pinball related, but tangentially, um, she has been on the show. She is an amazing person. She runs uh, Bells and Chimes Baltimore. But now she is the co-host for NPR's All Things Considered, which is like the evening drive time slot for NPR. Uh, that is Juana Summers. Like, I'm like, I got goosebumps. You can't see it because it's a podcast, but I have goosebumps. I'm like, Juana, shut up. That's awesome. I, like, I literally was like, I like squealed. I was like, oh my God, Juana.
2: Look, if you drive a car and you commute... Or you just drive a car in the evening time and like I'm a big like NPR like fanatic. Like I so our local channel is K U T and it's like it is my I have the Grackle socks, I contribute, I am an absolute like public radio maniac. If I like I know exactly where it is on my drive, like to Houston and to Dallas, where I lose my public radio channel. Anyway. I'm very passionate about my public radio. I listened to it all growing up and now I'm an adult and I'm like, I've turned into my father, but I'm so excited because now I'm like, I know her like tangentially. I know her like she likes pinball. She likes pinball. Yay. She likes pinball. She's on the women's advisory board. She's just a cool
1: person. And then be my friend. that was my dream. That was my dream is to be on NPR like that. And I the fact that I know somebody that's done it, I I mean, our our local uh, Texas public radio, channel is just it's on in the background most of my day so uh the fact that i'm gonna be actually able to listen to juana i've heard her do some stuff on like npr politics and like i've heard her stories um some of them have made like all things considered in morning edition but we were just so excited like everybody i know listening like, want i was like shut up that's awesome so we're excited for you girl like obviously we like <laughs> we just had a whole thing about it but uh maybe we should
2: get her on the show we should wanna wanna you like you should come back and do this i mean Maybe we should, yeah, yeah, you should just come back. And then, well, so I what I'm really excited about is because there's always, like, the debate about, like, well, is pinball a sport? And, like, yeah, well, yeah, we know that we, like, make it on the Ocho and, like, ESPN2. But one of the things that I was reading in her bio that NPR posted when they were, like, hey, we hired Juana, was that she wants to bring in a focus on sports. So what I want to know is... Let's talk Pimble. about that. Like, I wonder if you're going to bring Pimble on there. Like, competitive skee-ball leagues. Like, are you going to elevate, like, what is it, combat juggling? Oh, combat juggling. It's a thing, y'all. Combat juggling. It is. Google it. You will not be sorry. I can never do combat juggling because I will hurt myself and others around me. But it's a thing.
1: Yeah, Rebecca showed because I'm like, what do you mean? And then she showed it to me. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a thing. I can't believe it. It's like amazing.
2: We're coping great. This is yeah. <laughs> do you want to know how I <laughs> cope with stress? Combat juggling. And I watched the um, Reddit
1: off videos of like cats and like dogs. And this, I just like watch cute animal videos
2: and watch various things on Reddit. Did you see the one where the cat was trying to lick his foot and then it, he kept kicking himself in the face?
1: I did. I also like that these people got a cat to deal with the rat in their yard and the cat and the rat became friends and they like just hugged and I was like, you know what? That's what we need more in this world.
2: Also, I also like videos of otters because otters are adorable. Um, Just all videos of like cute animals. See, what I should do is I should change. We should just get into Pinball Browser and I should just change the Dracula code. So that way, instead of like rats and bats, I could have it be like cats and bats or rats and cats.
1: Rats and cats living together forever. Yeah. It's going to be great.
2: It'll be great. It'll be great. I'll just change Dracula from like horror love story to just like animal lover. The Awe subreddit and it'll be great. Yeah. It'll be great. Aw. I love it so much. I mean, from what I understand, like bats are animals too and bats are cute. Fruit bats. Have you seen how cute fruit bats are?
1: Oh, my God. I had like there. I can't go into this, but I had a bat fly in my face once and I was traumatized and it was the worst. And the worst part is, is I'm like having this whole moment with this bat flying in my face and I'm outside my friend's apartment and she won't open the door. because She's like and and I'm like, why didn't you open the door? You heard me screaming. There's a bat in my face. She's like, I heard you screaming, but I didn't know what was going on outside. I'm like, you are the worst friend ever. I was like, what's wrong with you? You were gonna let me die, exactly from ladies, like, exactly. And she was like, and then when I told her, she's like, she's like, "This stuff only happens to you." I was like, "I know, but come on, you're my friend." Open, I I would have opened the door. I would have called the police, then opened the door. But yes, yeah, but yeah. So, so news: all the ladies are doing it and getting these awesome jobs. Most of them are pinball related, and we hope that Juana can elevate pinball to NPR because I would love to hear a pinball story on NPR and like literally just
2: like lose my mind. That would be great. And not like a pinball story about like the economy. Like, if we cannot have like a pinball's expensive now, like, not that story. Like, no. I want a cool pinball story about like, and like the tournaments are exciting when they're like, oh, here's worlds and like, blah, 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 which is great. And I'm very excited. And like, I am on my news stories and I'm very like stoked. Like, Eric Stone, when his like, Champion of the world, I think, is maybe the title. Yeah, okay. He's now the world champion, and it happened in Florida. Very cool. Yay. But, like, let's talk about, like, other cool tournaments. You
1: know what? I – and I think this is true for anybody – when you leave after college, like I would say after the age of 30, it's really hard to make a friend as an adult. Like, yes. And, and I feel that pinball, um, when you get into it and you join your pin family and the pin family at large, you have all these friends. And I'm like, that's to me like the biggest gift that pinball has given me um, is that this, these amazing new friends. And I, I like what like joining a hobby or, you know, finding a hobby, whether it be pinball or whatever, you meet all these amazing people. And you're like, I made friends.
2: I made friends. (gasps) You know what we should be doing, Lauren? We should be running fantasy pinball brackets.
1: I like this idea.
2: You know, fantasy pinballing. I was like, that is, you know, like, I enjoy my tournament pinball, like, watching my tournament pinball. Like, I love watching tournaments um, because I learn so much new stuff. And also, there are some really entertaining people. But I'm just like, man, fantasy pinball brackets or, like predictions like who's gonna win this who's gonna win this who's gonna get the vibe like let's start some betting pools i really need to stop watching streams from las vegas on twitch
1: yeah we're gonna we're gonna need to
2: cut you off there yeah you need to cut me off from the slot machines also do you want to go to vegas
1: oh my god i love vegas so much that's like a whole nother podcast everybody should go to vegas if you haven't been to vegas you should go and what if
2: we're planning a trip to vegas do you want to come with us to
1: Vegas? Um, i actually may it just depends on how my house sale goes but like put me as a tentative yes
2: depending on when i'm trying to convince my friend goren and carl d'angelo to go to vegas with me because we have cuz i want to go see
1: the pinball hall of
2: fame i have a Yes you need to see the pinball hall of fame also i'm obsessed with slot machines cuz they're all very bright machines. and they make really fun noises
1: my favorite is um the wheel of fortune uh, slot machine that's a personal favorite of mine uh but oh, i like Yes okay sorry uh we digress uh we will keep it to the We're pinball fine. but
2: uh, but we're going to be okay. There is a slot machine called pinball. And unfortunately, it has nothing to do with pinball. It is pachinko. Oh, that's disappointing.
1: Ah, pachinko. Boo. Ah. Anyway, let's uh, hear about some actual pinball from our f- friend, Carrie Wing. And we're going to have our segment, which is pinball tips with Carrie or pin tips with Carrie. I, it is pin tips with Carrie. That's what we've officially called it. But I think that's let's what listen- we call it. Yeah, that's what we call it.
2: All right, Carrie. Take it away. <laughs>
0: Hi, my name is Carrie Wing. I'm from Kansas City, and I'm a competitive pinball player, among other things. I'm going to talk to you about some strategies and tips. All right, so a game I've been currently playing at local pinball spots for leagues and tournaments and stuff is Mandalorian. We have a couple of Mandalorian premiums here in Kansas City. While I don't know everything about the game, I have figured out some basics that really help me during tournaments. So here's what I do. I short plunge the ball so I can just get control, catch it on the right flipper. Don't worry about the pop bumpers and the skill shot. Then I go ahead and prime my first multi ball. So you may notice there's a swinging target up the middle. Just, you can hit it from either flipper, hit it a few times until it says that multi ball is ready. Then hit the left scoop to light your missions. Now, you may think you have to hit both ramps to light your missions, but you actually can just hit the scoop and it will basically spot a ramp shot for you. So hit that left scoop a couple times and then your mission will be ready. Then I go ahead and hit the scoop a third time to start my mission, then I hit the center shot to start my multiball, and pretty early in the game I've got a mission and a multiball going, and that's a really good situation to be in on Mandalorian. Now, while your uh, multiball is starting and you have your ball save going, I go ahead and hold down the lockdown bar button, the action button, because it lights all the shots on fire, which basically makes them 2x, and you'll see them turn orange. So while your ball saves on, just hold that button until all the shots are orange. And now you're in a situation where you have a multiball and a mode, which is worth a lot of points, and everything is 2x. So hit a bunch of shots. Doesn't matter which ones, just hit everything that's lit. And you may find that you are over 100 million pretty quickly doing this. A couple of other details, those green multiballs up the middle, there's three different ones, and you want to hit Ice Spider multiball or Pirates multiball, but you probably don't want Jetpack multiball, because when, do- when you're doing this strategy where everything's 2x and you got a mission going, you want to be hitting all the shots, and Jetpack multiball doesn't get valuable until the end when you collect your super jackpot, and you may have already used up your 2x by then. So a simple way to know which multiball you're going to go into is there's green inserts in the middle of the playfield that say one, two, three, and you want number one or number three. So when you start your multiball, you want number one or three to be flashing. If number two is flashing, which is jetpack, which you don't want, you can hit the Boba Fett targets on the right and it will change it for you. So just remember to do that before you start your multiball and you're good. The other thing is while you're in this lucrative multiball mode situation, you can continue to hit those Boba Fett stand-up targets on the right and it will add playfield multipliers. So each time you like finish them, it says like plus plus 1x. So you can really boost your scores doing that. During our league, we were just playing for target scores and we needed like 100 million. So I could usually get 100 million in the first ball by doing this strategy. So I highly recommend it. And if you're playing a different format where you need to continue and you need to get more than that, I recommend continuing to play more missions. And for your second mission, you could do the same thing where just you hit the scoop three times to start another mission. Kind of a little hack. You don't have to hit the ramps. And just know that going forward from the third mission on, you actually do have to hit the ramps. But no big deal. You can backhand them. That's my favorite way of doing it. And the missions are worth a lot in the current code. So that's my current tips on Mandalorian
1: and we're back Carrie knows all the things she knows so many things about pinball like and the thing is if you've ever played with Carrie Wing I would
2: bet on Carrie
1: I mean always bet on Carrie yeah like if you're you're in Vegas and you got to bet on somebody bet on Carrie bet on Carrie for the win because but the thing is I love about her it's like she's so chill She's so amazingly talented, but she's so chill. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, no- nothing phases her. Like, she's just like, hey. And I'm like, Carrie, you're so awesome. We love you. Uh, but yeah, we got lots more pin tips from Carrie coming up in the future episodes, but we, we wanted to do this episode. We wanted a catch up episode because we, we realized we haven't had any episodes for about a month. There are many reasons why. And it's been a bummer. <laughs> uh, many things have happened in, not only our personal lives, but also our local pin community. Where do we start? Like, okay, so um, we start with COVID. Yes. Um, so right after that episode, that our last episode that we recorded, which you will hear, and that was with Sammy Bacon, who is awesome. Yes. Uh, we and, and being me and Jordan, your boo, uh, came down with COVID. Yes. And we were very sick. I have I've been vaccinated. I had my two boosters. COVID is no joke. You need to go get vaccinated. I, some of you may get spicy about it. Don't tell me what to do with my body. I'm just saying that I was vaccinated and boosted and I lost my sense of taste. I lost my sense of smell. I had COVID brain and I couldn't do things. And I was sick for a good two, like I was actively sick for a week, but I had to deal with the residual stuff for another week like the coughing and everything and i didn't quite get my full sense of taste and smell back for about three to four weeks It, it took a while
2: it's a big deal like and jordan was really lucky um i don't like like it's it's one of those things where i try hard to not like speak on his behalf um but he's upstairs uh so i will but no he you know he got sick after mgc and it was one of those things where i somehow did not catch covid i'm also like Double shot with a booster. Jordan's double shot with a booster. But he tends to get sick a little bit more than I do. Uh, I blame children. They raised your immunity. (laughs) They raised my immunity. It was getting strep like four times that did it. So... But it was something where we still needed to separate from like both levels of the house. It impacted my ability to do work because I didn't like even though I was testing negative, I didn't want to go and like possibly be exposing anybody I work with to stuff. I didn't want to expose my parents. And so immediately after, you know, I also had really terrible allergies. So I didn't know if I was having covid or allergies and it was just a insane roller coaster but this has been your public service announcement to please go get yourself vaccinated if you haven't been vaccinated and if you've been double vaccinated please go get a booster shot um or be like my parents and go get two booster shots because you know you can do that if you're a certain age not that i'm calling my parents old i love you mom and dad but thank you for getting your second shots I appreciate it
1: yeah as soon as i'm eligible for my second shot i definitely will go get that i i they actually did give me the antiviral stuff from pfizer the COVID or whatever the heck it's called and it was it worked like it knocked it out pretty fast for me but it has a horrible side effect that makes everything taste metallic like i felt like i had like had a mouthful of iron pills like that's the only thing i can like and it was awful and every time it took i'm just like this is the worst
2: it's like when you're a little kid and you're trying to eat small cars or like small toys
1: yeah, it was it was bad. But you know, I'm, I'm feeling better. Uh, I feel like I've fully recovered. I'm very lucky. I've met a few people that have uh, long haul COVID sy- symptoms, and I feel very badly for them. But um, it took me two years to catch COVID. And I finally did like and So what else has been going on? So in our uh, larger pinball community, our friends uh, south of us, again, Rebecca's in Austin, Texas. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. We're kind of bedroom communities of each other. There's only like an hour between us. Two hours south of San Antonio is the town of Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, Corpus Christi is on the coast. It's a beach town. It's a beach community. It's small. It's like, I think Corpus is only like 200,000 people. It's not a
2: very big city. It's not a big city. They've got a lot of really cool stuff down there. Um, it's Like, it's a really homey community. It's a small community. Um, You get a lot of seasonal travel down there. Because it's the beach. That's where Texans
1: vacation. Like it's the Padre Island
2: National Seashore. Locals like Texas
1: people, we always call it Corpus. We never call it Corpus Christi. So um, be in the know, just call it Corpus. And then you guys may know from like your MTV days, like South Padre. South Padre is like the southern tip of Texas. uh, But the Padre Island Seashore starts uh, near Corpus Christi and runs the length of the coast. Well, we have friends down in Corpus. Our friend Peter runs an amazing arcade called Quasars. We love Quasars. And they're expanding and we're so excited for the things that are happening.
2: They have our TNA.
1: They do have your TNA and I played it like when I was down there just a week ago. So How's it doing? It's doing wonderfully. Did it treat you nice? It did. It was nice. It was
2: nice. Oh good. Yeah.
1: Um, but you know some some stuff went down a month ago and it was really heartbreaking and sad and we haven't really talked about it because this all all of this
2: has happened in may like eh. we want to do so one thing that lauren and i want to do is we really want to do a memorial episode because both of the women who we're talking about are amazing 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 members of the bells and chime community down there and i never actually had the chance to meet them but they were such a from everything that you know brandy had told us like they were the cornerstones of that pinball community Um, and unfortunately uh, they were lost due to um, uh, they were murdered and we don't want to do an episode where we focus so much on the tragedy and instead on the important people that they are and were and everything that they've contributed and there's been a lot of community support down in corpus there was a uh, a really great Uh, fundraising tournament. Uh, Lauren, that I know that you got to go to, Uh, my sister was in town, and I didn't get to go. That was so much fun. So... There is, I know, a GoFundMe going for funeral expenses.
1: They actually closed the GoFundMe. Oh, wow. um, So they closed the GoFundMe. I think that they actually collected enough, so they went ahead and and closed the GoFundMe. Um, There aren't any really um, collection efforts going on right now for them, um, but we definitely want to celebrate Erica and Michaela. Um, They were a couple. Um, They did work at Quasars, but they were one of the first uh, kind of founding members of the Bells and Chimes chapter, which had just started. I believe they started in Uh, February uh, or January February and Brandy is the the chapter organizer and she would just talk about how I don't want to get all sad, but um, how a positive and amazing they were. And they would sit with her when, and she'd have events and nobody else showed. And Erica and Michaela were just like the two people that showed and they would sit with her. And, you know, it's 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 tough starting a chapter. It's t- I've been there. It's like you're sitting there with your table and like, you know, hey, do you have a minute to talk about pinball? And to have people that would sit with you and and they were at every single event. And even if they weren't working, they were there. They were supporting bells and chimes. And and to have this happen, they they lived together and unfortunately, um, we didn't know, like, how, like, we, it was yeah. just reported and we were all devastated um, locally here because we're very close with the the Corpus folks and, and our, you know, the Texas community is pretty tight. And we we have later found out that, unfortunately, it was somebody they knew uh, that came back um, for retribution against them. And, you know, we don't want to go into that because that's not the story we want to tell. But yeah. there is somebody in custody and they are pretty sure that this is a guy and it's it's crappy because it's like they were two really uh, amazing people and now they're gone. So it's sad. So it's in in the pinball community has been kind of rough the last month, but we just had um, uh, Brandy and everybody down at Quasars and in the Corpus community uh, hosted a, a memorial tournament last Sunday, and it was so much fun. Uh, all of us rolled in there hard. We all like five or six of us from San Antonio, and then we had Tracy, the chapter organizer from Austin. You guys, t- Tracy Abrams, we had her on the show. Yeah, so it was it was a it was a tough day, but it was a good day because we got to have fun and remember our friends. So, so we were we've been dealing with that. Um, so so we've got COVID. We had that loss. Yeah, and then uh,
2: Rebecca, you you gone and messed up your foot. I did. I sprained my ankle uh, trying to learn how to one wheel. I sprained that, like, at the tail end of May. And I don't, it took me probably about, like, two weeks to get to, like, walking normal-ish. It'll be about a month, <laughs> like, next week. And I am still taping it. I really just didn't want to, like, it just kind of stinks because I, there were so many really great events that I really wanted to play in. And the one thing, like, it's also my dominant Foot. And uh, if anybody's seen me play pinball, I have this tendency to stand on my right leg and my right leg only, which is, you know, the ankle that I sprained. So I didn't want to ruin it any further or, you know, have to get like surgery or mess it up. So I've just been trying to stay off of it and which kind of stinks. So yeah, so that got that happened and that was delightful, but it's doing better. I've got some great tape. I've got some physical therapy exercises that my sister sent me and, uh, yeah. So it's, it's in one piece. It's attached. People ask me, how is your, how is your ankle? And I'm like, well, it's there. It's still there. It's there. It's attached. So there's that. And then, and then, I mean, it's like, I feel like we're like sandwiching the like, ah, ha, ha, funny. Oh, ha, tragic. Oh, ha, ha, funny. And now it's like, oh, now let's move into something tragic. And this is my like really neurodivergent, like way to like try to cut tension. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, Same way. Same, same. Um, Rebecca same, and I same. are very much same in that sense. So let's move into the less fun. Which less fun news do we want to go with? I mean, if you've watched the news, um, it was like Uvalde, which happened.
1: Yeah. So Uvalde, obviously anybody in the U.S. and probably the world has heard about the Uvalde school shooting. Uh, Uvalde or Urvalde is about 90 miles west of San Antonio. It's not necessarily a bedroom community. It's very much a separate town. hmm It is a small town. And I'm not going to tell you anything new that you haven't heard about, Uvalde. But what you guys may not know is that uh, my best friend, um, my non-pinball best friend, (laughs) uh, her and I have been friends for over 20 years. That is her hometown. And to hear it from her perspective has been very devastating. And it's very much affected San Antonio because we are... It is not far. Like if Uvalde is a small town. They drive here. Like we're the next mm-hmm. big city. Um, so like you you know, you may know people from Uvalde. And you know, I obviously for me, uh, you know, I, I was lucky in the sense that I didn't I didn't have anybody affected but Marissa, you know, to hear her talk about like all these people that she knows people she went to school with. Um their kids gone. Yeah. You know, and to to and, and she is in the education field. Um, so it, to hear it from her perspective has been, been very devastating. And, and I've been to her hometown. I've been to Uvalde. Um, that's a, a separate side story. It, like Uvalde is known for two things. One, they had at one point the largest Walmart in the world at like one point. And two, it is the birthplace of Matthew McConaughey. Two things she pointed out to me when she gave me a tour of her hometown, which I was like laughing hysterically. But, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful little town. It's like every quintessential small town. There's like, you know, one funeral home or there's actually two funeral homes. Uh, you know, one Catholic church, uh, you know, it's got a, a smattering of stoplights, but it's a it's a it's a small Texas community. And it's been very devastating for for anybody kind of even tangentially or, you know, remotely connected, you know, because everybody's yeah. it's, it's it's all anybody can talk about. And yeah, we uh, Rebecca and I grew, both grew up in Texas. Um, so there's this whole like the whole gun thing and the whole school
2: shooting thing and it's just it's hard i'm really tired of uh, this is my biggest frustration like i am so exhausted of people being like oh well texans love guns and like we love this stuff and like oh we're not doing anything about it and it just kind of sucks because it's like our state is gerrymandered to heck and heck in a handbasket like we know we've been yelling about it and shouting about it for years like nobody likes this kind of stuff and when you know and i i'm frustrated when some of the arguments are well why don't people move like why don't you just move why don't you just move somewhere else and it's like well that's a really privileged thing to say because a lot of people can't it's really expensive to move out of state people build their careers here their lives here their homes their families you can't just pick up and move because you don't like the policy like you can try. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of yeah. people don't have that kind of cash. Like moving is expensive. That's why I've never moved. And it's not going to solve the problem. And it doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't. And most
1: Texans, I I grew up here. I grew up with around guns. My dad had guns. Yeah. You know, I, I will say 90 percent of Texans want gun control. Like they, they're like they're it's just a very small population that has control of, you know, the political climate here it's it's a it's a bummer. You know, this is a, a pinball podcast. We're not trying to get into to
2: gun control, but Rebecca and I feel very strongly about it. And you know what? We can make this about pinball. I can make this a pinball topic, which is <laughs> one of the things that I want to share with a community is places that are safe to play and communities where you feel safe and where you feel comfortable. And there are, and when I think about like Like, I remember going to school. I remember doing, I know I'm a little younger than you, Lauren. I remember doing, like, lockdown drills, like school shooter drills. I remember doing those forever. I remember when a school, my my, my middle, no, high school went into lockdown because they thought somebody had a gun on campus, like... I remember this and I'm watching all of I'm watching this trauma like happen again and again and again with these younger generations. Because, again, I work with kids. Kids shouldn't know how ha- have to know how
1: to do that. Like, they a shouldn't kid should know. know, like, to cover herself in blood and pretend to be dead. Like, it, it's just it just it should it shouldn't happen. It just shouldn't happen. I yeah, I'm a little older than Rebecca. So Columbine happened like right when I was coming out of high school. So I missed all of like we did tornado drills like that's what we did. Um, I did lockdown drills when I worked for the military you know, active shooter drills that way.
2: But well, that's the military.
1: <laughs> yeah, That's the military. It's different. But to teach this to kids, like for a five year old to to explain to them why you're doing a active shooter lockdown drill. I mean, what kind of world is that? That's terrible. So yeah, like Rebecca and I have been very affected. And yeah, our communities have been affected by this. And it sucks. And that's yeah, another thing that happened in May. And it's like, <laughs> Dang it. It's like why is all this stuff happening? Can it stop? Like, you know, like the last like month and a half has just been no bueno. So, yeah, uh, there's lots of ways you can donate if you want to uh, get involved. And if you haven't already, um, we'll put a link in the show notes. Um, there's a lot of people trying to collect and, and help out the massive yeah. amount of uh, need that is going into that community. Um, they That community will never be the same. And that's that's just heartbreaking. So um, our love goes out to the the families
2: um, and the the town of Uvalde. And it's a really neat community. Like, everybody They're there sweet. is super kind. I've gone out there to do work before. Like, I've gone yeah. out there to do work and, like... I've met some of the families out there, and I was like, oh, I know that city. Like, I feel like any time a city pops up, like, when something happened in Texas, I'm like, Jordan, I've been there. And he's like, yeah, that that, that makes that tracks. sense. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, that tracks. Uh, he's like, yeah, you've been there. And I'm like, yeah. Or, like, I've driven through, or I've been to, like, seven gas stations there, or, like, you know, I moved a kid there, or I moved a kid out of there, or, you know, like...
1: Yeah, it's like, and, and it, like, besides like that being my friend's hometown, it's like, um, there's this amazing like Gortita shack that's there that was mm. on Andrew Zimmerman's show. Um, mm. Best gordita I've ever had in my life. Um, it's not too far from an area called Los Maples, which is like this weird maple f- tree forest in the middle of nowhere. I don't know why it's in Texas, because we don't necessarily have maple trees here. It's not a thing. Um, but it's this beautiful uh, state park. It's it's just, it's just a great little town. And, and just, it's just sad. Um. Yeah. So we will put a link in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Because. Uh. And then. Uh. Finally. Uh. Not that this is like the most important thing, but this is probably like why I've been a little MIA. If you follow me on social media, you know what I'm about to say. Um. I am going through a divorce. <laughs> um. I. Uh. Unfortunately. Um. Me and my. Uh. Within a week or two, soon to be ex. Um. Have. Wow. That's fast. Uh, my 60 days is tomorrow. So oh. I'm just sending off. Like. Yeah. Well. See, yeah. That's not bad. It's, we've been keeping it, keeping pace. I mean,
2: I help people do a lot of divorces. So I'm like, all right, 60 days ain't bad.
1: This ain't bad. Well, you know, I don't want to get into it because it's a lot of it's super personal, but it just didn't work. And he is a good person. There's no bad guy. And, you know, we kind of realized and, you know, just it wasn't working. And. Outside of losing my mom, um, this has been the most emotionally challenging thing that I've ever been through. Um, Also, in the midst of all of this, I'm having to sell my home. Because I, I don't want to keep it because it's got a lot of memories tied to it. Also, he picked this place out. Um, and then also, you know, I can't afford it. Like, I, I can't afford it on my own. And, uh, and, and I'm also having uh, some career change stuff, you know, so it's a perfect hat trick. Some Somebody did ask me if I was having a midlife crisis. I'm like, you know, if you see me strutting around in a Porsche, uh, like, we'll just, you know, check that box.
2: But Lauren, your car is really nice. You don't need a Porsche. Your car is nicer than a Porsche.
1: My BB is super cute. Like, I have a Honda Civic it's adorable. And she's adorable. I love my car. It's fantastic. Uh, I love it doesn't fit a pinball machine. That's the only, like, downside is that usually I got to ask them. It's like, can you come pick this up?
2: Look, Lauren, if you do sell your baby and then you get, like, I don't know, a... Subaru. Small, ele- like, a Subaru that you can fit a pinball machine in there, I don't think that counts as a midlife crisis. I think that's just practical.
1: I know. I had an SUV and I got rid of or it. Or
2: you get an electric SUV. I
1: could get an electric SUV. Um, I love my... I- I'm not shopping for them. I always had a sports car until, like, my previous car, which was an SUV, and I got it. And it was just not me. Um, I got it because I – uh, I don't want to talk about that here on this podcast. But um, ah. Ah. Um, but let, let's just – if you've been through a bad breakup or a, a breakup with somebody – you know, I, I was with my ex for seven years, and, and just because – you're breaking up, it's like you don't know, it's, it's just tough, and it's like, and then on top of it, you know, I'm having to move. I had to find a place. I got the dogs that are sick, and I had to find an apartment for two dogs over 60 pounds with a yard. I mean, like, I'm looking for a unicorn. I was like, I found a place, but I'm now having to get rid of a lot of my stuff. I sold Dracula
2: to uh, to me and Jordan. It went to a good home, so I... Uh, it's in our kitchen right now. It'll eventually go on location at Texas Gamer's Lounge. We might buy out yeah. a new cabinet. I'm not going to lie. That might be on the docket.
1: I want you guys to keep it and treat it as it's yours. I know you were like, Rebecca's so sweet because when I sold it to her, she's like, you can buy it back anytime. I was like, no, that is your Dracula. I want you to treat it like it's your own. And if you want to sell it to somebody or whatever, you can, like, it's yours. And I was very excited that, you know, it's like your babies. It's like, I want my baby to find a good home. And I know, I was like, I know Rebecca and Jordan would love her Dracula just as much as I do. And of the three machines I own, it was the one machine where I'm like, I know that I could find another Dracula. My other Mm -hmm. two, I'm like, I don't think I, I have a first run Flash Gordon and it needs work. And then my Cleopatra, I'm never getting rid of it. After the restoration job from Keith, I, I would never get the money I put into it anyway, but it looks beautiful. I'm like, I'm not getting rid of it. It's not going anywhere.
2: You can't sell that. Like, you can't yeah. sell that. If you were like, I'll sell you the Cleopatra. I'm like, I won't be able to afford it because, like, we, we no. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I mean, that's the
1: thing. It's like, I couldn't put the price tag of the money I have in it. I couldn't put that on there because I wouldn't, nobody would buy it. Like, that's crazy. But yeah, so divorce land. But yeah, so Texas has a 60-day waiting period from when you file to when you can finalize. It's an uncontested divorce. So it's been pretty chill. Um, It's just sad. Uh, All of it's just sad But yeah So that should be finalized Here in the next uh, Couple weeks And then I I got a new apartment So listeners We're
2: doing great Yeah like Um Yeah We're holding up great
1: Yeah Uh yeah, April, uh, mid April to May can
2: just go blankety blank itself. So, you know, I haven't gone up on my Prozac, so I'm pretty proud of myself. You know, you go girl. Maintaining the yeah, I'm maintaining those coping skills.
1: Yeah. So, it's, uh, it's you know, it's so like that's kind of why we've been a little MIA. Um, you're going to like shortly before, you know, this episode will probably air like mid June, about a week from our recording. I'm thinking like 15th, 16th ish of June. And we've got some like the episode with Sammy Bacon. I was just so excited about. And then um, we got an episode where um, we run down. See, a good thing did happen in May. We did it an did. episode with Sammy. We did. <laughs> we did. And she's awesome. And we had a great time. And, and, and that episode coming out late is nothing to do with her and the content. It was just more of like, I'm crying and I'm packing all my things. So, <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. And when you're breaking up with somebody, don't post it on Facebook. I just got tired of people asking me about him. And I'm like, please don't ask me about him. I, he, I don't know what he's doing or you
2: know where he's at. He's fine.
1: <laughs> so I put it on Facebook. I think and he's then- fine.
2: I think he's fine. He signed the papers and that's all that I really needed him to do. And it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We're,
1: we're fine. And it, but it's like, you know, when you break up with somebody and people keep on asking you like, hey, where's so-and-so? And I'm like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> or my so- other personal favorite. So what happened? And you're like, let's let's not. Let's not um i've had a i have a, I had a few like
1: close friends have kind of asked that mostly yeah. everybody that has everybody's been very respectful and i want to say a thank you to those of you who did see that on public uh, on social media thank you i I didn't get a chance to tell everybody thank you but thank you. I did actually pull the post down because I was just like, no, I, I I can't. I, I was just more of like, it was a knee jerk reaction for me to post that on there, and then I'm like, oh no, I probably shouldn't have posted this on the internet, uh, but
2: it's fine. Um, well, it's like it's like the the intention is good, where you're like, I'm gonna make this announcement because I don't want to have to individually tell like every single person between now and next year when I see them, and they're like, how are you? How was the husband? And you're like, what husband? And they're like, what? <laughs> and then you get to go through that over and over and over Over again or I mean I remember my personal favorite which was I went through a different relationship between every single bat mitzvah and bar mitzvah it was like I was with one guy for one bar mitzvah I was I had another guy for another bar mitzvah and then you know Jordan didn't like actually I don't I didn't bring the first guy to the first bar mitzvah and so I didn't bring him and then I brought the the next guy and then Jordan was watching the cats for the bat mitzvah. And I'm just like, I'm so glad I'm out of cousins that need mitzvahs. (laughs) Because at this point, like, I can't take another one. Like, I see the writing on the wall if it's about the bat mitzvahs. Like, no, we can't have another cousin. We can't do another one because it's just, it's like I said, I will never knit another pair of socks for another man ever again. It's a death Uh knell. Never make Jordan socks. No, never. No, Ever. That, that's, no.
1: It. that's. I. No. It's just you know what the worst part. Like it, the, no, there are many bad parts about breaking up. Um, I had to go through like. Like It's a long story, but essentially I gave away, I'm giving away my furniture because I'm having to downsize because I'm going to an apartment. So I went through like a bunch of our wedding gifts, like stuff that I hadn't seen in a while and like plates that have been engraved and like things we got. And it's like, part of me is like, I want to smash this into a million pieces. Lauren, calm down. I want to smash this. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to put this in the pile to go to Goodwill.
2: Look, I'm really honest. You have a common first name and so does your ex, so, I'm just saying, as long as there's no dates on it, people can totally get more use out of it. Like, if Jordan and I ever broke up, Jordan and Rebecca, do you know how many Jordans there are? Do you know how many Rebeccas there are? Like, we could give away anything monogrammed.
1: Yeah, we. It's. I, I've just been getting rid of a lot of stuff. And, you know, and, and again, we are... F- friendly but it's that weird thing like you're like forced friendship like in the sense of like we're trying really hard to be nice to each other and it's it's weird and it's fine like he's gonna watch my dogs while uh we go to Pentastic. but before we so before we kind of get into Pentastic and a bunch of other things I just want to say again thank you for hanging out with us thank you for your grace um we we definitely needed some grace uh for the month of May but Rebecca and I um yeah, we, we may may was not with may was not awesome for us. So, uh, but we're going to we are like committed. We've got episodes and we're going to talk about some cool stuff coming up here in just a second. But Rebecca, I mean, <laughs> May, I'm like May 2022 is <laughs> one for the books, What the bleep, y'all. The bleep, what y'all. the
2: bleep, y'all. It was like what I bleep. came back from MGC and then it was just like tornado of garbage. Hey.
1: Yeah, tornado of garbage is that sums up the last month and a half perfectly so yeah but, uh we and we hit Fray-Rick and i have been talking and we're like we got to get back on the saddle girl and uh jen producer jen has been checking in she's like are y'all okay and i'm like we're okay no. thanks jen <laughs> like i mean we're not okay no. but like and that's in the thing lauren are you okay like yeah it's like it's okay and uh i'm gonna be okay it's gonna be fine and that's the thing it's like you have to kind of just push through it's like it's gonna be fine everything's gonna be fine
2: You know, we've got all of our fingers and all of our toes, and uh, we have all of our limbs, and we have places to live, and we have animals that are alive, we are eating meals, so I don't know what else... And we play yeah. pinball, so I don't know what else we can really ask for right now. Oh, I know, I have one thing that I would like to never ever have again, which is I am really tired of the Johnny Depp memes that are coming out of this Johnny mm. Depp murder trial. Uh. They're bad, y'all. They're bad. I never want it. I know I feel bad for even just like mentioning it. I'm so glad that's over because so glad. I'm so glad. What a dumpster fire! What a dumpster <laughs> the fire! The whole thing, the both whole of thing. them, all like of it. all of
1: it. It's just, it's just all terrible.
2: Well, somebody like posted a meme in like a pinball (sighs) group where, and I was just like, no, no, no." I mean, I'm over the red pillars anyway, but like, let's not... I figured that was what was going to happen, which was, like, we were going to get get a bunch of, like, crazy red pullers out there. And I'm just like, no. No, 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 no. Can we not? Can we not? Can we just make it go away? Like, I'm really over it. I'm so tired of it. Because I feel like every lawyer I know is, like, having a conversation about it. And, like, every social worker I know is now getting dragged into conversations. And every counselor, because of all, like, the domestic violence stuff and just, like, all the dynamics and the power and the control. It just is – I'm, like – there's so many thoughts and feelings about it, and I never want to think about it again. Ever again. Mm-mm. If you want to watch court TV on the internet, go watch actual trials on YouTube that aren't celebrity trials, and you can see, like, how gross and uncomfortable and awful it is on a small scale where it's not a theatrical sh- show. Excuse me. You can believe me. But, like, <laughs> let's take it out of Law & Order here, you guys. Law & Order ain't real. This trial trials are theater and that's what that was. And I'm yeah, over it. I'm over it too. So glad that's over. If you find me, please don't talk to me about it. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, all. Don't
1: talk to us about
2: it. Like, talk I'm gonna to make, about it. If you, if you bring it up, I'm going to make a face. I'll talk about literally anything else. Like y'all don't know anything else. Like, shoot, you know, let's talk about monster trucks. Let's talk about like dental work. Like I would, I've never had a cavity or had a cavity filled, but like at this point I would be like, Fill them up. Just fill Are you up serious? all. serious? No, I haven't. I've never had a cavity.
1: I, I am like literally like I look at like a piece of like fruit and I have a cavity. Like I have had extensive dental work and it sucks. And I'm like, and I've tried, I treat my teeth so well. Like I, I had dental work this week done and it's like, mm, sad.
2: but that's okay. My biggest fear is that I'm going to have to have dental work and I will be in excruciating pain and I will be terrified. I'm so terrified at this point. I know I'm going to have a root canal someday and I'm just like. Nope. Just the only dental work I've ever had done was I had braces and I had surgery. I've been under for surgery twice for my teeth, one of which was to like go fish out a tooth up here. And then the other one was to like pull out the wisdom teeth. And so and like I was knocked out cold both times. And at this point, I'm just like, if I ever need dental work, like I don't care if it roasts my brain, just like take out, knock me out, y'all. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take less brain cells. I don't need them.
1: That needle, like, I just can't look. It's, it's just awful. Like, I, I, again, dental podcast. Like, I can just talk. I have not had a root canal. I'm, like, fastidious about my teeth. But still, I have, like, millions of cavities. It's, like, really annoying. But it's okay. It's,
2: like. Things I would rather do than have to think about that ever again.
1: Yeah, we'll talk to you about dental work. Dental work. And I can talk to you about that ad nauseum. All right. But before we get into, like, the cool stuff we have coming up, uh, let's talk to our friends, our amazing sponsors who have been very patient with us. Uh, Our friends over at DC Cutlery. We love you. We're sorry, Ben. We love you. We love you. Thanks, guys. You know what we love on this show? (laughs) Knives. We love knives. And we love District Cutlery. Like, our OG sponsor. uh, They're amazing, Rebecca.
2: I love Derek. So cool. They are so amazing, and we wanted to share with you guys today that their mail-in sharpening service is simple and an easy way to get your knives and scissors cutting again. Just wrap them up tight and then mail them to their shop in D.C. Master Sharpener Ryan and his team of bladesmiths and pinball fanatics will restore their edges and have them headed back your way within 24 hours. That's freaking fast, y'all. These folks are pretty good pinballers, but they are pro-level sharpeners. For 10 years, over 100,000 people have trusted District Cutlery to make their knives happy again. The owners went to Japan to learn and develop secret knife sharpening techniques. Lauren, we love secrets, right? We do love secrets. These should be the only people that you trust with your knives. And
1: legit, like people mail them knives all the time and it's not weird. Like if somebody mailed you knives, might be weird. It's not weird for them. They get knives in the mail all the time. And if you don't have a box, they'll send you a box and packing material. But most people just wrap their knives and scissors in a towel and pack the towel in a box. Don't make it weird. They will send you a label if you need one. You can make all of the arrangements and find their shop address on their website, which we will include in the show notes. Um, there's lots of ways to uh, get all of their info, but uh, I'm not going to read it to you here because Y'all can read. Um, But their sharpening service is your solution to your dull knife problem. Using dull knives is dumb, especially when you have a solution like the great people at District Cutlery. They are just so awesome and they are going to support us. Y'all like get this for all of our listeners. If you use the sharpening service, you get 25 percent off off if you use the code pinball25. That's the word pinball and the number two five. And that's going to give you 25% off of this service. And they're amazing. They're supporting us. And then they're giving this amazing discount to our listeners. Just pack them up, send it to them. And you're going to get 25% off that service. I'm going to send them my knife. I'm really excited about it. So I am going to throw my knife in the mail, Rebecca. But again, district cutlery, districtcutlery.com for all of the info. And again, we'll include all of this info in the show notes. we love them we love district cutlery they're so nice and um i was packing up my fancy knife my fancy uh japanese (gasps) knife i look i'm like you're gonna have a new home buddy i'm like that's like we're gonna gonna
2: have a good time we're gonna feature really prominently in your new kitchen i know like i got knives like
1: i I, want to get like i want to display it like i need like a knife display i got you know what i'll talk to the the district cutlery guys i'm sure they got a, a way to display that
2: But will there be LEDs? I feel like you have to have LEDs involved somehow. But I think that's just because we're very involved in pinball.
1: Yeah, I think we just like fancy lit up stuff. So, yeah, no, I think we could work on some LED strips. I think we could make that happen. So, Rebecca, two weeks, two weeks from now, where are we going to be? We're going to be eating lobster rolls, man, because we are going to be in Massachusetts. I was about to be napping. Definitely napping. But sleeping? Is sleeping the answer?
2: No, we're going to be on a plane.
1: Yeah. Well, well, we'll probably be like, actually, we'll be at the Silver Bell
2: Brawl. So two weeks from today, it's... we. Well, I hope so. Because I, know. I was like, I'm going to, we're going to have to wake up early because I got my time zones mixed up and <laughs> missed sign
1: up. Same. And like both of us missed out. So... We've been talking about it for the last several episodes. Rebecca and I are going to be presenting and um, we have been asked to be special guests at Pintastic. Uh, Pintastic New England is the kind of prominent show for the New England pinball area. Um, It is in... Uh, Sturbridge, Massachusetts, which is kind of in the middle of the state. Um, It's about an hour west of Boston, and we are very excited. We want to thank David and Derek and all the amazing people that put Fantastic on. We are their podcast guests. So we are doing a breakout session about um, building a diverse and representative podcast within your community. That's like what we're calling our session. And we're going to be talking about how to build a, a podcast that you know, can talk about your hobby, but also talk about other things that affect your hobby. And we're really excited about it. And we're going to be on Thursday night. We're going to be uh, presenting. So if you are going to be going to Pintastic, oh, Thursday night, we're going to be uh, the number... We're actually the only session. We're opening up Pintastic. We're like one of the first things happening. <gasps> we open Pintastic? Yeah, we're opening it. We're the opener. So I'm oh very excited. Gosh. Please come. Like, don't be like, oh, I'm just here for the main line and the, like the, the the headliner. No, no. Come to the opener. Uh, come see us. We're very excited about it.
2: <laughs> we want to talk... And- also, we'll be doing the really fun thing that we did at Houston, where we talk to people and record what yes. you say, So, um, which is basically what a podcast is, which is we talk to people and we record what they say. Oh, I talk to people and I know things. Uh, <laughs> but I want to talk to you about your pinball community. Like, That's going to be, I think, our big like thing, is let's talk about your pinball community. Definitely.
1: So if you see us at Pintastic, please come up and say hello. Do not be shy. Uh, we have... Uh, swag on us we'll be wearing our new uh Backbox pinball podcast t-shirt so you'll be able to see them in person uh, when we get back um they will be up on soft plunges website so we can get those running and for sale they're really cool y'all they're super cool they're like westerny uh like mid-mod kind of like thing it's 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 like all us. it's gorgeous it's- it's, it's so. Amazing. It's we're we're low with our shirts, uh, but we will be wearing our shirts and our glitter jackets. Uh, please come find us and say hello. Uh, but again, thank you so much to the the people at Pentastic. Lauren, I'm wearing
2: my hat. You know, I I, I want to take my hat. I can get it on the plane. I can get it on the plane. I'm gonna wear it on the plane. I probably
1: will wear it on the plane. It's fi- my flight's at 5:30 in the morning, and we'll be walking on. We're on the same flight,
2: Lauren. But I'm pretty sure we're on the same flights. We need to we like ch- check this. I thought. What what a we second. Did? Let me check my flight do 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 oh it's gonna make me log into this i hate it when i update apps and then i have to re-log in i'm flying out of san antonio i'm not flying out of austin are do we have the same layover
1: but i think we have the same do you have a layover in o'hare uh good question so my layover is a check in chicago (laughs) um and then from it's like from chicago then to are you flying southwest yes okay
2: maybe we have the second flight together I think, like, on our way back, Who wants to get us from the airport? Follow-up question. Which one of our kind listeners wants to pick us up from the airport? We haven't planned that far ahead. (laughs) We're going to get there, you guys. And we're going to open it up.
1: Yeah, we're going to open it up. Um, We may be a little tired on Thursday. So if you want to buy us a drink, that'd be real nice. Um, Bonus (laughs) points if it's got (laughs) Red Bull in it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, uh, because the the flight leaves at 530, which means I have to be there at, like, 430, which means I need to be out of my house by, like, 4 a.m. Uh, so that's going to be unpleasant. That's going to just not be fun. But that's all right. We're going to be
2: fine. I'll take
1: a disco nap. It'll be
2: great. So I love the term disco nap.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a Lauren term uh, from way back in the day. Because you know you got a power nap before you go to the club, mm-hmm. and that's like I, and like you got a power nap. Because I I am not 24. I'm like, I am not early 20s anymore. Like, mama gets tired. I'm like, is there going to be snacks? Please tell me there's going to be snacks.
2: Well, it's like, I can do the thing where I wake up. It's like, the perfect schedule is like, you wake up in the morning, you like knock out your morning stuff. It's like, you know, when uh, we were at TPF and I showed up um, after staying up all night and I showed up to do uh, mimosas and then I was like, I'll see you on the floor. And then I went back to sleep at 1030 in the morning.
1: You did. It was so funny. You like, you came. You're like, I'm here, and you like left. We had seen you for like a couple of hours.
2: Just disco nap, oh, you guys. Like, disco nap.
1: Disco nap. Disco nap. Like, Incorporated into your lives. Like, you're welcome. There's a. It's
2: important, you guys.
1: It is important. You know, you got to take care of your body. Like, seriously. Like, it's it's an amusement park. Enjoy the ride, but take care of it a little bit. A little bit. But again, if you want to find out more about Pintastic, Pintastic New England's taking place June 23rd through the 26th at the Sturbridge Hotel and Conference Center in Sturbridge, Massachusetts. You can buy tickets in advance. Silver Bell Brawl, you can definitely find us there. We are going to try to get into the tournament. I know they're taking a few walk-ins, but we will be there hanging out and having a good time either way. um, Even if we don't make it in, maybe we can do some commentary or just, you know. Get some, get some, you know, sound bites and get some recordings from all of our our favorite ladies that'll be playing in the tournament. But it's going to be so fun. And my my goal besides like having fun meeting the ladies is I'm going to have a lobster roll. Yes. and I want that. I want the butter, hot butter lobster roll. I don't want the the, the like the salad one with the mayonnaise because I don't like mayonnaise. I want the one with the hot butter.
2: Why would you get mayonnaise ever on a lobster roll when you can have hot butter?
1: Okay, so like the lobster roll, like I've seen it. You can have it two ways. You can have it like hot butter or you can have it like almost like a seafood salad. Oh, like, where it's like okay. Like seafood it. salad? Like, it's like that. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hot versus cold. Exactly. So uh, the first time i ever had a lobster roll was about um uh, maybe like six years ago i went to fenway park to see new kids on the block yes i'm of a certain age and i was very excited about it uh, i was kind of sad that we didn't get to actually see the red Sox, but uh new kids on the block was awesome also with paulo Duel and boys to men it was fantastic but outside of fenway like there it's on yaki way like that little like they have like a alleyway full mm-hmm, of like vendors mm-hmm, and booths mm-hmm. and stuff there was like a lobster roll truck and i'm like i've never had one of these let's do it and they were like well which one do you want hot or cold i'm like I hate mayonnaise. So let's go hot. And I was like, this is one of the best three food experiences of my life. Like I will say top three food experiences ever. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there literally like stuffing it into my mouth, trying not to get it on my new new kids shirt. And like my friends like what's wrong with you? I'm Like this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. And then like I gave them part of it. And I was like, I wanted them to try it. But I was still kind of mad because I'm like, y'all should just buy your own.
2: And, but then they're like, this is so good. So it would now be the good time to tell you that we have a lobster roll place in Austin now? We got a what? Gardo's. Yeah, they took over. Uh, it's near my office, actually.
1: Uh, uh, no, uh, I will be traveling. I, I mean, I'm in Austin all the time. I'm totally going to go there. Austin has cool stuff. Like, I love San Antonio and we have way better Mexican food. But Austin it's has true. cool stuff like lobster rolls. It's It's true. Like, don't go like they have good tacos there. They're not as good as San Antonio, but they have good tacos.
2: But also you're in Texas, like you're in Texas, you can throw a rock and like and find good tacos. And also, let's be honest, some of the best tacos you get are from the questionable looking taco stands outside of gas stations. Like if you want some legit tacos, like do not be afraid. Go get the Taco Shack tacos.
1: Like the part of you may like be frightened, like for your health. If you can't read the menu,
2: you're going to the right place.
1: If there's only pictures, you're at the right. place. Yes. If you feel like you may get like, you know, some kind of like food poisoning you're at the right mm-hmm, place mm-hmm. it's like that's i'm like it's going to be good and if it's in a sketchy strip mall that's bonus points or in a food truck as as a uh, rebecca said outside that gas station yeah it's like yes and like they're going to give it to you in foil and you're going to sit there and eat it and it's going to be god's greatest gift
2: so oh my god do you know oh god i need tamales
1: Oh man, there's a Delias tamales that they just opened that <gasps> place is really good. They're from the like they're from the valley. Like that's not that's like right next to my dad's. But I love tamales. Like tamales, if you've never had tamales, you need to have tamales. But you need to have good t- you have to have good tamales yeah.
2: and like no terrible tamales. You,
1: yeah, not cuz then you're going to be ruined. You're like these are gross. I'm like cuz sometimes I'm like I'm like like people know that I like tamales and then they give them to me and I'm like what is this? This is disgusting. But uh, there is a couple of great tamale places here, and now I want tamales. I'm hungry. But usually it's a holiday thing. It's very much a holiday thing. But you could have them any kind of time of year. But during the holidays, like somebody's tía or somebody's abuelita. Yep. 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 Yeah. So like and like the the whole family made like hundreds and hundreds Mm -hmm. of tamales. Like I'm Puerto Rican. Like that's where like my family cultural. Like we don't we don't really do tamales. It's we have. It's, it's a very, it's, that's a Mexican thing, mm-hmm. but I love them. They're delicious. And I've always wanted to go to the, a tamale making party <gasps> like because they like everybody comes and they make them. I've never been to one. Like I've never been. um. So, but I've always wanted to go. But so that's like on my list of like Lauren's bucket list of things to do.
2: I've wandered into one before. I've done like a home visit. And I've been like, oh, and they were just like, would you like tamales? And I'm like, yes. Yes, I would. Yes. Like. Yes, I would. Like, that was my favorite part about working in retail was is that, like, everybody's, all the abuelitos would, like, come through and they would be like, it's tamale time. And so, like, you could buy tamales out of, like, the back of a car, which I'm sure, like, a bunch of my friends would be like, you're buying food out of the back of someone's car? And I'm like, yeah, it's the best. Do you not buy food out of the back of people's cars? So, like... You know, I have bought like food
1: I have bought tamales from like a sketchy person out of a cooler in their trunk. I've done it and no questions asked. I'm like, here's your money. I will take these. And they were delicious. Uh we I mean, like the the ones what we have as pasteles mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's very akin to a tamale, but I don't particularly care for them, which is like blasphemy. It's it's like vexing people saying they don't like tamales it's like really bad um but like i i can't now dang it rebecca oh, no, look I'm we were talking about right. food and then you know what happens right. when we talk
2: about food we talk more about food
1: i know it's really bad so yeah so pin tasting we're going to be there in 2 weeks we're very excited about it we're going to
2: get lobster rolls the tamales of the north <laughs> the tamales <of> the- <laughs> that's not right at all that's very very wrong <laughs> that's the tagline <laughs> it's very very wrong it's absolutely wrong <laughs> Oh, look, it's Sunday afternoon. (laughs) I'm very tired. We woke up early to watch race cars. So I'm just like, yeah, since Molly is in the north, it's just like, why wouldn't you buy lobster rolls out of the back of somebody's car? Like, I don't know. Like, it's, will you get food poisoning from seafood out of somebody's car in the northeast? Like, is that a thing? I don't know, but I'm sure it would be fine. I'm fine. It's fine. I love
1: seafood and i I will I you know I'm gonna have to watch my money because you know the job situation, but I'm very excited. I'm like, I want clam chowder and I want a lobster roll. Um I love the that restaurant legal seafood. I know it's a chain, but I, that's as close as we can get to like decent seafood in the middle of Texas. Mm-hmm. Like we mm-hmm. don't
2: we don't get good seafood. It's not a thing. So I'm very excited. You can get it, but it's like you gotta you gotta go to Corpus. You gotta pay for you it. Gotta go to Corpus. You gotta, go to you gotta co- pay for it. Corpus is the place or Padre. You
1: gotta pay for you gotta go to it. The and- coast. Corpus Padre, you got to go to the coast, like Houston, Galveston, Corpus.
2: Oh, Houston's got great seafood. But they've got like a whole culinary scene.
1: Yeah. Houston's different. Like Houston's crazy. It's like it's Houston's like a New Yorker in L.A. It's that's the kind of vibe they got. They got everything there. But yeah. So fantastic. And then so coming up, what's the future for Backbox Pinball Podcast? We're very excited. We mentioned it at the beginning of the show. We're going to have some folks from the Barcelona Pinball Club on the show. We're very excited about that. That's another episode. I know we're talking to a female distributor. Yeah who um may in a previous life had worn a crown. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. get too deep into mm-hmm. it, but it's really we're really excited about it. Um but we've got a lot of really great guests, unusual guests. You know, guests that maybe you don't hear about. And that's the the best part about this podcast is that you get to hear stories that you may not have heard before and that that's the most important thing to me. Yes, we we do focus on women in the hobby because there's not a lot of people telling those stories, but we want to focus on things that you just don't hear and that's the best thing about this podcast is that we're getting to to meet these people, share their stories with you and you guys come along on this journey. Uh y'all are amazing and we love you so much and we know this was a very non-traditional episode. Uh because we really didn't talk about pinball that much. You just talked about ourselves. Uh but we we Rebecca and I kn- knew we needed to have kind of like a palate cleanser yeah. like this is what's been going
2: on. Um yeah, most of you were like we're going to skip this episode, but that's okay. Pinball is <laughs> A hobby that we love, but let's not, let's be honest. Like, I feel like when you're a content creator, you need to be honest about, like, like, part of what I feel like we bring to the table as content creators and what content creators, like, bring to the table, period, is we bring ourselves. Like, it's not just the content that we make and, you know, the people that we bring to you and the stories that we try to connect people with, but it's, like... I I hope you're here because of us. Like, I think we're pretty cool. But, I mean, I know Lauren's awesome and I'm pretty cool. But, like... You're
1: awesome. Hard emoji. You're awesome.
2: But, like, you know, I think that it's something where, like, I want to be honest with, like, where we're at. So that, like, y'all know. Because the whole thing about pinball is it's all, like, this is our hobby. We love our hobby. But, like inherently like when crap in your life just like hits the fan you kind of have to deal with it and it's okay to take a break from your hobby and your passion for a hot minute so you can get like your life in order (laughs) you know you don't want to kill yourself over like you have to prioritize your health and your physical health your mental health your well-being like you know and that's okay like, I don't know. I feel like it's, like, an okay thing and we should, like, normalize it. And, like, and I think that goes we with, should. like, all sports, all hobbies, like, everything. Like, if your priorities are out of whack, like, you're allowed to, like, take a hot minute and, like, pardon my language, figure your shit out. Like, you can figure it out and it's going to be okay. Like, and we needed to take the time in May to, like, figure, to figure our bleep out. Like, we're fine. Yeah. You know, we're working on it. And, you know... It's a normal thing. And if you guys need to talk to people like to help figure your bleep out, like we're here. <laughs> Very true. Don't get me wrong, like we're here if if y'all ever need to like talk about it or vent about it or just like take a minute to be like, "My life is not in order." It's like, "Yeah, we got it." High five. We totally get it. You'll figure it out.
1: Yeah. It's going to be okay. And that's that's the it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Everybody, we're going to be okay, and we're excited uh, for the rest of the summer. I think us going to Pintastic, doing all this other stuff. um, We've got Bell stuff going on. Um, It's going to be great. So uh, we appreciate uh, all of you, and we will be back soon with more new episodes, more content. We'll have a Pintastic breakdown. Um, We're we're excited. We're very excited, and uh, we hope that all of you are doing well. And we love you and thank you for your support and for caring about us and like checking in and like, are you guys okay? Uh, We're okay. We're going to be okay. We're here. We're here. We're here. (laughs) We're here. Uh, But uh, much love and oh, uh, happy Pride Month, by the way. We didn't say that earlier, but happy Pride Month. And uh, that's June. That's not May. Screw May. Yeah. May can go bleep itself. But June, (laughs) June, June is lovely. We like June. We like June. June is great. Happy Pride Month, y'all. And uh, y'all means all. Love is love. But everybody, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And keep flipping. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast
1: on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts.
0: To look at dream themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep flipping.